I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hype right now. Yeah. You know the ground is our. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it, and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. You know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll. Welcome to episode 110 of the BJJ Campaign Podcast. My name is Jeff Boone. I'm an A3, purple belt, one stripe. Phil Coors, A2, purple belt, one stripe. Exciting Gordon Ryan news. Can't wait. Well, I haven't quite signed up for my Coinbase wallet just yet to be able to purchase the NFT that he's offering. He's sold 54 out of 101 so far. Mm -hmm. It's one Ethereum just for an update for the fans. And he added functionality of one of those people in that 101 lottery will get three days all-expense-paid trip down to train with him in three sessions a day, generally about six to seven hours on the mat. So if you have one out of 100, like what are those odds? Who says I'm just getting one? That's a good point. (laughs) a good point buy them all up just to get the uh opportunity 50, 50. yeah <laughs> yeah that would really be tough if you bought 50 and still didn't get it <laughs> that would be horrible that would be horrible um but yeah so uh, i mean 54 i guess it's been on the market probably about three four weeks three four weeks on the nft yeah so yeah Ethereum's at like 28 something now. It's went down. So it's actually more of a bargain now Mm -hmm. than it was before. It's true. Probably got a strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Well, if they don't sell out, we'll probably keep adding a little bit more. Yeah, that's true. Stuff to it. That's a good point. But he puts out a lot of content. So, yeah, he's got the pins now. That's his latest, right? The pin escapes. Is it? I don't know. Or pinning. Well, he did pin escapes, and then I think he's doing pinning for I've seen Wiltshire been putting out a lot of stuff. He did like a 30-minute breakdown of like some uh, kid's role. It was oh, pretty I watched good. it. Yeah. I watched it. The blue belt the kids. Mount, uh, the yeah. mount stuff. I thought it was really good. I he's thought, great at it, man. I you know, he's got really all kinds of Really good breakdown stuff, really good points. And then it was edited super well. Um, I didn't realize he was like selling something with it, but like obviously you good but it was really well done where when he's giving suggestions he's kind of like side by side in clips to be like this is what i would have done different um so that was uh i thought that was a really cool video well i mean i think he's well, i mean he is his nickname is the wizard right but mm-hmm. i think he's a wizard with the computer stuff i mean he's a big he gamer is, yeah that was in his like you in know. his when he lived in the pallet shack that kind of looks like my chicken coop i made <laughs> yeah it looks like except inside, a little cooler <laughs> yeah inside he had like a nice like computer and i'm like yeah all right well you know so it was funny uh, yeah but i think he there's something i think there is some, i've heard this or seen this a lot but like the people who get like obsessive over stuff like I have in the past video games and stuff too. Like that, sure. that tends to like carry over. So his uh, obsessiveness from that went to jujitsu and now may go to the instructional stuff too. Cause it's, 
it's the way to make money for them. Oh, for sure. For sure, man. And that's a, that's a great story for those of you out there who haven't seen Andrew, Andrew Wiltsey and his buzzsaw passing system. Fantastic. It really, really good. Um, really good instructional and also he's a great competitor for and, and also watch daisy fresh i mean it's yeah a, the youtube documentary i thought was was interesting to watch because yeah. like i don't know i like jujitsu a lot but i don't know if i would have done i wouldn't have done what they did you know no dude so, they lived yeah. basically outside yeah. of a yeah. terrible laundromat with wrestling mats inside of it that's yeah. still there and that's what their main pedago submission fighting for everyone who doesn't know what Daisy Fresh is about. Heath Pedigo and they've just absolutely had some incredible competitors and Andrew Wilsey being one of the top on their team and Jacob Couch. And then uh, what's the other guy, the Australian guy? He's pretty funny. I follow him on Instagram. You remember? Uh, I know who you're talking Spatch, about. Spatchzilla. Spatchzilla is okay. his Instagram, but he's pretty funny. Um, but just a tremendous competitive team. And now... Now Mikey Musumeci's on uh, their team, and yeah, yes, yeah, That's yeah. He joined uh, about six months ago. Why? Because uh, he wanted a professor, and Heath's his professor. Oh, he is. Yeah. Who was he under before? I have no idea. I don't know. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but also news on that front. Did you see his that, match? Like, doesn't seem to fit in. Like did his you, personality doesn't fit in with all that. Did you see who Mikey Musumeci fought? Yeah. Who? My buddy Imanari. That's right. He's just like forty three. So. Did you see that match. back take he did? It was quick. That was crazy. Yeah. I I rewound that and watched that like fifty times. I was like, you know what? I I'm just never going to be able to do that. I mean, maybe, but not like it that. It wasn't that. It wasn't difficult. It was just fast. He's up on the side and he put his knee in because it was. Space. It was just fast. Yeah. Everybody watched that. He won. He won fifty thousand dollar bonus for that. He choked. But the result of the match was, really? I think it was what three minutes, three and a half, three minutes was, forty seconds. Was I thought it was four minutes. It was, was it four, four minutes? Maybe it was, it was. I don't know. You could be right. It was three or four minutes, probably. That's what I, was, I was talking with somebody about it, and I was like, "It's a four minute match." You smoked him. He's like, "You can't smoke somebody if it's four minutes." I'm like, "It's jujitsu. That that is smoking yeah. somebody. Like, yeah, it takes of course a long it is. time." <laughs> Anything less than ten minutes on a submission is smoking him. Yeah. yeah. But just dominant in position. Positionally, he was dominant too. You yeah, know? the footlock stuff. I still don't know. Like that looks back and forth. I didn't expect him to tap the like the ankle lock thing that he had in the beginning. The announcers said it looked tight. Um, I'm sure it like was tight, but I just don't see a guy who's 20 years old tap into a foot lock, like a straight ankle lock. Just don't see it. Yeah, no. I mean, I agree. And plus, I mean, he's known to have very flexible feet. I mean, that's, that is one of the things he's known for. So yeah. That What's was, the other one? Pizza? Pizza. Yeah. 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 He's got a little pizza oven. He makes and he's it like every 125, day. right? 135. He fluctuates right between he's his world championships. I believe are at 125 with Bruno Valfa's scene. He's got. I think he's either got four or five of those, um, but I think they're at one twenty-five. We talked about this yesterday because um, Joey claimed that Mikey was a better American competitor competitor than Gordon Ryan because he's won in the gi and no gi. 
I mean, that could certainly be made. That, that argument could be made, uh, you know, but it doesn't hold any water because he hasn't won an ADCC. Okay, so you value ADCC higher than Nogi. So Nogi Worlds would just be the IBJJF. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Gordon Ryan went into Nogi Worlds. Also, and blew, I learned you can't the... MNRI roll in the IBJJF. Fuck IBJJF then. Because apparently that's... What? Well, I was calling it a takedown. Reaping? It's considered reaping. No. No? It's, it's entering the guard without points of contact. Uh, Cause, oh, cause I said you it's could a, if you had the hand. I don't think it's enough points of contact. I think one. Do you need more than one? I don't know the rules. Never have. No, Probably I know you little. never Definitely. ever looked into those. Interested. So <laughs> I just do what feels right. Um, the <laughs> it's a terrible idea. The because he was going to teach a takedown class, and I said, "Are you doing Minari rolls?" And he said, "No." I said, "I'm not coming." <laughs> so. He said, that's not a takedown, it's a sweep. And I was like, oh. Okay. Wait, how can you have a sweep if you hadn't had a takedown? Because you're in the guard. Because I guess because you're using your legs. It's entering into the guard. And he said, that's why you can't do it in IBJJF. And he said, that's why I've never seen it in any of the Nogi worlds. And I said, the other reason is because I've never watched them. Okay, other hold on, Jack, hold on. I want to go through this. I have watched Jack's match. I want to go through this. So if you MNRE roll, you get them, and then you come up on top, wouldn't that be a takedown? No, it's a sweep. I don't know. Because you're on the ground, probably. Oh, no. Well, if you're on the ground, yes. And then you're entering with your legs and making contact with your legs, which is like the open guard. So you are essentially, in a way, you're entering into the guard without any points of contact. Okay, let's argue about this. I'm I'm set. My argument's set. Okay. Um. So then, what you're saying is, if you do a judo throw where you actually just trip someone because you're in the legs, it's a sweep because you're in the guard because you use your legs. Um, that would be if you didn't have any upper body grips. Okay, so I'll give you for example. Okay. Your um, you know, the single Koichi that you were watching there with. Gordon Ryan, whenever you're in the guard or the open guard mm-hmm. and they step and you put their foot out. So yeah. if they step. How did he and, get to the guard first? So look, 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 here it is. So you're circling. You take your foot and sweep their foot out as they're stepping out and they fall and you go into their guard. So the that's ha- only your feet. Right. Nothing else. But it's not a sweep. It's a takedown. That Just would be, like the Imanari roll. No, that would be a takedown because you're already in the guard. Just so like the, the question was, how do you enter the guard? So as to why it's not a takedown. So a takedown would have had to happen or pulling of the guard would have to happen first before you do <coughs> the that Koichi sweep, right? No. So you, well, then no. you can't just pull guard that way is what they're it's saying. It's not That's pulling guard. What I'm saying. You can't sit to the guard with no contact. That's Phil. It's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you're up, you're you're both standing, mm-hmm. and just like if you were sitting, whenever you do the the foot sweep and get on top, right? You know which oh, one I'm talking, talking about. Just standing. I, that's what I'm talking turns about. Their back to you, and you sweep them like that. No, they're not turning their back to you. Well, they're, they're stepping. stepping they're cross stepping. They're cross. No, they're not cross. They're not gripping you. They're not cross stepping. That's how you do that. Is when they step across and you kick their foot across and take their back. Right? Is what you're talking about. 
No, I'm not. I'm talking about the one where you just sit them down. Do you remember? It's not a cross step. So whenever they they just shuffle step and their foot's up, mm-hmm. and you take that foot and, and you, you turn pull, them. you pull it, yeah. but they sit on their butt. They sit on their butt. You spin them around. No, you don't spin them around. They sit on their butt. That's not the one. I know the one. I know the one you're talking about, but you don't do that one. You do the one where they you sit on their butt. The dummy sweep. It's kind of a dummy sweep, but dummy sweep is both legs. It, you've got your feet behind both ankles. This one is they're stepping and you're taking their step, their plant out of their step, and they just fall on their butt. Facing you or facing away? Facing me. You're gonna have to show me this sweep. Like when you're holding the shin to shin. Dude, you you've do it? done it. I don't know how you don't know this. You're I mean, my description is spot on. Because I think everyone I'm will agree. Of is when they're stepping across and you take their foot and then they turn. Not step across. Would, Nobody ever steps across. Who steps across? Nobody crosses their feet. People toriandoing. No. Maybe that's what I should be doing. No. Then it's not a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> not a bad idea. But. Whenever, whenever they're shuffling, I'm going to, for the audience, you're not going to hear this, but I'm standing up and giving an illustration because Phil's obviously thick in the head this morning because he's only had seven cups of coffee. Um, so hold on. So, so whenever they're going like this and then you take this one, there. Oh. That one. Okay. Illustration helped. Makes, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't really, yeah, I don't remember that one. I know what you're saying. You've done it to yeah. me. No. I don't yes, think so. you have. I don't think so. You 100% have. The, um, I think the not thing standing, is, though, sitting when you but, were sitting. Yeah, yeah, but standing, I don't think that's going to work if you're not making grips. And I don't think you're going to be in a distance you can do that where they're not gripping you. We're in a hypothetical situation, Phil. Well, I've, I've hypothetical situation. You. You're wrong. That is- I'm not. I think you have no, no leg to stand on in this good. situation. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> so I think the problem is in that situation that you, to do the takedown, you would have to grab them with your hands. I don't think you would, man. I think that's a quick thing. Whenever you do it, you could. I mean, obviously, you might push them with. So how like, much? Like on a how much chi were you using in this takedown? Where well, you don't all use of your it. hand? A lot of chi. <laughs> the answer is all so of it. So you sweep them and chi them in the chest, because <laughs> that's what it sounds like you're saying would work. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know why we got. Oh, because MNR. I just not uh, a takedown. Sweep. Uh, I mean, I was heartbroken. I'm still gonna do it like a takedown. Yeah, I'm still going to call it a takedown, too. Yeah, I don't believe the but sweep thing. according to the rules, it's not. And according, I mean, and I this is someone these. I would trust to actually read the rules. Oh, sure, for sure, Joey's read so the rules. Yeah, no I, doubt. No I, doubt trust about the, yeah. I trust the judgment. It does. It changes nothing yeah. about my approach to takedowns. It will be MNRI roll or nothing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think that's a wise strategy. Um <laughs> Uh, so that was good. Uh, what else, what else was going on? Oh, had some people compete. Everybody did well in competition. That was really good. You going to the one tomorrow? Uh, tap cancer out tomorrow, right? Phil is competing in that. Not you, Phil. Big Phil. Good call. Well, many people are calling me that. We, that's on the uh, agenda to talk about Jack Phil for the first time. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil's, um, 
Shirts are tight in the sleeves. Super tight, yeah. <laughs> Super tight. <laughs> but we will talk about that. So tab cancer out, yeah. If, if, uh, Michael's I don't know. competing. Who, who, I don't Michael know Joe, is competing? I think Joey is. Is he? Okay. Nice. I don't know. I'm just making where, that up because he usually does. Where is it? Um, It's in Charlotte, which is out of my range. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. For know, sure. I went to the one in Mount Holly. That was in the range. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's 10, 10 minutes, minutes from your house. house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you can do those. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's in Charlotte somewhere. It's only a gi, which is interesting. Really? Yeah. So there's no... Because usually in those um, things, he usually does some... Um, Super fights. Not just the tournament. He usually has mm-hmm. a couple. And usually oh. there's a no gi. Oh, yeah. Compo- this one's only gi. I don't know. Maybe that's only for lower, like, uh, white and blue belts. But hmm. uh, Michael told me it was only gi. Okay. Because he said the whole thing should be moving quickly. Like, it should be a quicker event because there's no no gi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Jonathan Thomas who puts that on. He actually... This past year, moved the to Charlotte from Home Improvement. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That is not him. Not the no. same guy. Not the same guy. Okay. Not the same I guy. I don't know why that popped in my head but, immediately when you said that name. <laughs> I who I don't even know. Is that the kid? Was it's that one the, of the kids from? Yeah, home I remember the blonde yeah. kid, right? Yeah, he was like a oh, heartthrob. I don't. I, I remember that. Yeah, he was in some other stuff. I can't remember any of it. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, it's the coffee. You got fucking yeah. firing all yeah. cylinders. Throwbacks. But yeah, he <clears throat> actually if. If uh, if you follow him on Instagram, um, he he recently moved to Charlotte, but also he does really cool stuff with a lot of De La Hiva stuff and a lot of Barambolo stuff and the Matrix style stuff. You know, that's what I do. That's yeah, kind of my yeah, game, but uh, <laughs> not at all. Um, but so that that's he's a good follow on Instagram. He always has some really good stuff. Also. Um, passing Dale Hiva, he does some nice stuff on passing Dale Hiva too. So, if you're interested, Jonathan Thomas. Uh, let's talk about this, Phil. So, so you've been lifting weights now for how long? Probably a month. And you've been on the sauce for how long? Three months. <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. hoping it would just do it by itself. <laughs> uh, it didn't work. Ah, that's hilarious. It's, no, it's been longer than a month you've been lifting, isn't it? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it is. You think so? Yeah, I think so. It's been a couple months, at least. Yeah. Probably feels that way to you. Well, I mean, the yeah. results speak for themselves. Uh, so what kind of routine are you doing, and why are you doing it? Oh, so I can be stronger <clears throat> than people. Mm. It just seems like things would be easier. Mm-hmm. The weights are heavy. Not really a fan. I don't know how people get into this. Like, oh, I'm, like I'm I don't know how people you. get into this the way like we've gotten into jujitsu. And there are people who do. I don't. That I don't understand. I I don't get it either. Because, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I bitch about every exercise that's suggested. I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> why are we doing do that? that? <laughs> Michael's so <laughs> sick of hearing why, you. Why would you do that to yourself? You know, and they said, we're going to do this for 30 minutes. I'm like, what do you mean? So it's crazy. 30. What are you doing for 30 minutes? Like he does circuit type stuff. Whereas like, oh, 20, 20, 20. And then he's like, you take a 20 second break. I'm like, oh, I will. Like at least like <laughs> take a 20 second break. You know, so then you, uh, you know, you do that for 20 or 30 minutes or whatever. 
So how long, uh, like, are you just lifting for 20 or 30 minutes? Is that the um, length of it or no? I am. He's doing much more. I yeah. a lot of talking out of me. Well, a lot he, of breaks. So. <laughs> well, he's a lot stronger than he's you. He's a lot better at exercising yeah. than I am. Um, some, but some of it's getting easier. You know, you can tell a little bit. I started writing some of this stuff down. I Like, he likes to do kettlebell stuff. So I don't write any of that down because that shit's fake. Like, I, I'm, you know, trying to, like, just go with it, you know, because he's really, like, on this whole kettlebell thing. What about kettlebells is fake? Yeah, they're they just don't they're not real. They're not like a barbell or like a dumbbell. Okay, but they're functional movements. Yeah, you sound that's like all it now. I use. Yeah, shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh boy. Yeah, so I do that stuff, but like I don't. Write so that this down. is going to be like, exactly like jujitsu. So I'm you're like, going to have to for I did, six I did, months. I did debate uh, the way that I did they, twenty swings with the uh, the little one. You know, I wrote that down. <laughs> You know, and then it's like later it'll be the a little bit bigger one. Um, it's going to be just like jujitsu. He's going to have to actually reinforce it all the time for six months. And you're going to be like, oh, you know what? These kettlebells are really doing some work. Thanks. Kicking and screaming the whole way. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, But yeah, no, I don't hate it as much as I thought. If I was doing it by myself, I just wouldn't do it. No, it's terrible. Just flat out won't do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to be motivated to do that. Um, yeah. You you know what I do to keep myself motivated? I just buy a new piece of equipment. I just bought a curl bar. Oh, just yesterday. I was like, those I, all do. I got yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, those are, I will those always are what do a you few want. Curls. No legs, just yeah. curls. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so so yeah, that's my motivation is to get out to the garage and lift. Is I just buy a new piece of equipment and then I'll do that's it for smart. a week. Yeah, and then not do it anymore. You don't want to get hurt. No, exactly. You're in this for the long haul. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> 25 curls and then take a week to recover. Yeah. That's, that was kind of my approach. <laughs> I, uh, I have to find it, but Craig Jones, I think back when like Gordon was putting out like a workout thing, he was, he put out a YouTube video where he just goes in every piece of equipment in the gym and curls. And I love it. I've I seen it. It's hilarious. And, I have to go back and find that. Cause that's so good. It that's is scary. hilarious. Just the only thing that matters. <laughs> and I think he did it in his little uh leopard print speedos too. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> so that's always entertaining. I really wonder. I'm gonna get the full story one of these days about why they split up. When you go down there, when you're selected. Whenever I'm selected as the one in hundred and one. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, there's more to that story than than anybody's telling. Who knows? I'm excited. I would love to see Nicky Rod and Gordon Ryan go. Are they still train together? No, Nicky Rod's B team. He's on the other one. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of weird. Like Nick Nicky Ryan is also on the B team. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. He still has knee issues. He was still not fully recovered from his surgery because he was supposed to have a match with Jacob Couch. That's whenever mm-hmm. Gordon filled in, and uh, but yeah, so he. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen or heard anything. I haven't seen him post lately on Instagram either. I don't know. See, Donna Hart put out a post the other day that was like four sentences long. No. Yeah. Impossible. It's really weird. 
What was it? What was it about? I don't remember. Just had no impact because it was so short. Well, you don't remember the long ones either. Yeah. You bring up good counterpoint. <laughs> yeah. It was funny because I was like, well, that was quick. <laughs> it was like four sentences. Yeah. Interesting. He's not known for his economy of words. Mm, it's true. Yeah. Um. So Marshall wrote us and said, hey, can you talk about training injured? Mm-hmm. Not training hurt because if you're if you're hurt and you need to be off the mat and take time, then then do that. Backwards. It is right. Am I backwards? I think you're backwards on the saying. How to train when hurt, not injured. Yeah, I don't know. Or are you injured? I don't. I don't know. I feel like if it hurts, you're okay. If you're injured, you have to take time off. See, I feel like if you're hurt, that's more of an acute. Like you gotta. "Eh, I'm hurt. I can't. It hurts. No, no. If it just hurts, you know, fuck your feelings. Go in. Yeah, I think it just hurts. I think that's the same. But if you are hurt, I don't know. You can't use the same word. Wait, why? You you just use the same word twice for both definitions. (laughs) You said if it hurts, fuck your feelings. Yeah. But if you are hurt, go in and train. So you just, you can't do it that way. You have to separate those words. Okay. You guys get what we're going at. I, I don't know. I think we can go into this a little more. (laughs) <laughs> the the problem is I'm not married to either of them. Like I don't I don't really know. I was ready to go to battle over this, but all right, we can move on. I mean, I don't know. I just don't. I I could I, be wrong. I mean, I won't agree with you, but I could <laughs> on this point. Um. Anyway, if you've not got any major issues that you really have to take off for, yeah, then you're not training hard enough. Right. <laughs> But, you know, uh, I'll give a for example. You know, you know, you give a for example, Phil. You've you've trained while you were hurt before. Yeah. So uh, when my hand was broken, I took some time off because it was my left hand. So I didn't think there was any real great reason to get better with my already dominant hand just without a left hand because in like six weeks I was going to get my left hand back. So I just went to open mats and played around and did stupid stuff for like six to eight weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. But you didn't take really any time off. Correct. Yeah. I took time off of like instruction and classes because I didn't see the point in trying to like figure out ways to like halfway do something and like kind of risk injury i just played around and like floated my left hand way away and just never ever used it at all um playfully right so that was like my time off basically yeah uh when my ears hurt really bad Mm -hmm. i took like a week off lame yeah um because you just weren't gonna touch my head yeah it was done well i mean Part of that is you probably shouldn't put your head out there so much to be touched. It's a debate. You know, that could be debated. <laughs> I don't think uh, it could. It could be, de- it could be debated. <laughs> um, you know, so like those times I have, and then the rest of the time I just, I would rather train even though it like me, like some things hurt. Yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. They're just hurting for sure. But what do you feel like you, do you feel like from that, 
uh, the open mat experience whenever you had your left hand broke you feel like like you gained anything from that experience no did you no, know there was like one position that came up a couple times where i was like oh that's cool i never would have done that had i not broke my hand and i never use it now because i have my hand back hmm. okay maybe there's like some unconscious like balance things that maybe I got a little bit better using my, like my hips to like maintain a base or something without a left hand that I don't know I'm doing, but like there was no like giant takeaway because I still had my good hand. Like I feel like if I broke my right hand and I had to like be forced to do everything on my offside and I was using my left hand, that would have been a good opportunity to use my dumb side. Mm-hmm. Dumber. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. That was like that was like my whole line of thinking is it's like I don't I don't have a lot to gain here, but if I like do fall weird or somebody lands on my hand in a full class and now I'm out like another six weeks, that's a problem. You know? So yeah. that's why I stayed away. Because I there's like a real risk of making a an injury worse. Well, yeah, because if you displace the fracture, then you have surgery, then you have you know. pins sticking out of your hand, then you're out, you know. So I didn't see any like the benefit was so small to like learn how to do things temporarily because <clears throat> it was like a break that like wasn't bad you know yeah it was like a really it was a brock like a boxer's fracture right it was yeah a, like yeah. it hurt but yeah actually talking to rich about it he brought up a super good point i don't know if i ever told you about it he, mm. but um because i explained like i was like it was so weird how it happened Cause like there was like nothing really that happened, mm -hmm. but then it all of a sudden like it just was like not working mid match and like I couldn't grab anything. And then like it started hurting pretty good, like towards the end of the match. And he was like, yeah, it was probably just like an accumulation of like the training beforehand where like, it was like already almost broken or whatever, like just impacts repeated, 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 repeated. And then just like a nothing fall just like was too much. Huh. And okay. I was like, that makes a lot of sense because yeah. like I was training a lot beforehand and mm -hmm. pretty hard and I took like three stupid injuries and I don't mean like they were stupid and in, in that like me or a training partner was doing something dumb, but like I would just bump knees. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that's, like, it that was is stupid. miserable. Yeah. But, like looking back at it when he says that, I'm like, I feel like I could have like normally I would shake a lot of that stuff off, but it was just like a couple things. Everything cumulative just like was worse than it, you know, maybe needed to be. And mm -hmm. that was the first time I really did any like physical training too. Cause I was doing that bike stuff a lot, which was mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Um, You're right. But that also is kind of what made me want to lift because like I could tell mid match, I'm a different, I'm in a different shape than I normally am. Like, oh, I'm normally for sure. in good grappling shape, yeah. but I'm not in like, physically push myself past my normal grappling pace mm -hmm. you know? so that was kind of what made me want to lift for whenever i do compete again so no that makes sense and that but i that, mean like, there's injury, a reason why all to that made sense and i think i just pushed myself a little too and it's so hard to figure that balance out and yeah. it's always changing probably because you know i'm getting old you know what though i mean if you if you would have been wearing your whoop you might have known with that heart rate variability right because that's going yeah, to tell you more rest. Dude, but the, even that stuff, like, I don't know because I, 
that would tell me like I'm I'm great today and I would feel like trash. And then like there would be days I feel good and I wouldn't even really look and I would look later and then I'd be like, oh, I'm supposed to be feeling like crash, like crap today. And then like I think I would be like, oh, maybe I do feel like crap. But I, don't, I didn't like that. Thing. I, don't I don't know. think that it's necessarily that it's not feeling like crap. I mean, that's the whole re- rationale for that heart rate variability is they're known entities and you're not you're not fully recovered if you've if if it's not a certain value. So, I mean, I don't think they're saying, oh, you should feel like crap. I think they're just saying, oh, you shouldn't change. You can't go by the way you're feeling Yeah. to 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 shape your training. Yeah, give me the chip, though. I don't want to wear that thing anymore. Give me the chip and I'll do it. <laughs> you're going to you're going to do do a total total social credit score just because yeah. you want the chip. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> they'll only take the they'll only take the, the heart rate variability. Yeah, of they course they won't do anything else. else. Yeah, no, no. of course they won't. That. It's the government. Um, <laughs> I have a couple examples. I don't even remember why because this has been a long time ago. But I remember playing um, opposite side half guard because of it because of, I was hurt somehow, and I don't remember what what hurt. Yeah, you've had knee injuries. You've had the neck thing where you couldn't feel your hand. Well, the neck thing was really the neck thing was really good because I I started getting a lot better at back control because I couldn't choke anybody because I couldn't really make a grip with my hand Mm -hmm. and I couldn't really reach around to get get uh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say uh, I couldn't get my arm across the neck to choke people. so, so I just focused on getting the back and then, um, maintaining the back because I just couldn't choke any, I mean, I couldn't choke anybody, um, to do it. So that, that helped. That was for what? Like four and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks to Matt Crandall. That was only for like a I month. I meant the not choking people part. Yeah. I know yeah. what you oh, meant. Okay, Phil was okay. smart ass. Uh, it it was only for like a month. It was probably a month and a half. And you mostly did like that, right? Yeah. Like so really the exercise, Matt thing. Crandall gave me some exercises to do. He also did, um, did the dry needling. With the shocking? Yeah. Yeah. With the, so they stick needles in the affected area and then he hooks electrodes up to it and shocks you until it hurts beyond belief. And then it loosens the muscles and, and you, do some certain things, exercises a day. And he made an analogy about a jelly donut and your disc space. And, you know, I've heard the jelly donut analogy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It pushes. It's a good you, one. I like, I get good, that one. I love jelly donuts. Yeah. So, uh, when's the last time you had a jelly donut? Oh, five years ago, six years ago. Really? Yeah. Any oh. donut. Okay. Yeah. You have not had a donut at all of any sort. No. Since you started. Because you had a couple cookies, I did have a couple you didn't cookies. Even like them, I didn't like them. They were terrible. Yeah. I was like, that was a waste. I know it can feel that way sometimes. It was a total waste. And then sometimes when I'm eating them and I don't like them, I'm like, one more. Just make sure it's not that good. And then I eat like eight of them, and I'm like, they weren't even good. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. So yeah, I mean, I think that training, you know, you gotta you gotta gauge your own body. You gotta you gotta pay attention to the cues of your own body, but. You know, a, a lot of things 
you, you can benefit from a lot of things. Again, my back control benefited, my back takes benefited from that injury directly. And the other thing is, if you are if you are injured and you can't go to class, you can still go to class. You can still go watch the techniques. You might get a little different perspective from watching everybody else. You might gain a little perspective from the instruction where you were worried about steps one, two, and three and couldn't get step four. You know, you you, you might get something from that. So I would say if you're if you're really out and you're taking time off, don't take time off. Just go and be you know, show support, go, go watch some fundamentals class, go watch some sparring. It's going to be great stuff. Go, you know, um, you know, take notes. If you, you know, a lot of times you, you can't, or you don't take notes after the class. Like now it's the perfect time. You can go in take notes of things that you would not normally see or do. And, you know, have a new perspective on training, but yeah, I think, I think just being, being around jujitsu is, is important to, to continue the training habit and to not get off of your schedule that you normally have, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And at some point you just have to realize like, you're going to be sore. So like, that's just, it's going to happen. If you're only going to train when you're not sore and like feeling really good, it's just, yeah you're never gonna train it's it's gonna be hard to do and it gets better Mm -hmm. uh over time and i don't know like it's been rare that i've been like in enough discomfort to where i'm like yeah it's not worth going in uh because it's just something i want to do and learn and figure Mm -hmm. out um through it most things i like aren't that bad and they're especially not that bad once you're doing it um, it's, right. it, like it's worse, like thinking about it and stuff. And like, once you're moving around and everything, you're fine. And two, if it's you just soreness and, and you drive home and you're like, Oh yeah. If it's up, but you know, other than that, you're good the whole time. Yeah. Just never leave. Actually. Yeah. That's you're right. Fine. You're right. Uh, like the, the sorest I've been was after Joey's takedown class. Cause we did like 7,000 split squats. And if you don't know what a split squat is, look it up. It's a terrible exercise. And, um, and probably really good for you. And so I was super sore and that was on a Thursday. I was really sore. I still went to open mat Friday and you feel better when you're on the mat, but then when you get off, you're still super sore again. And then Saturday I went over to headquarters for open mat. Same thing. Like feels great when you're back on that. Like, Oh, I'm not sore anymore. I'm moving around everything. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you get done, drive home, can barely get out of the car. Um, but so, you know, there's different ways to deal with that. I would also say if you're not at least doing a little bit of supplementation to mitigate that soreness and inflammation, I mean, right? Anything that's soreness is based upon it. Infl- salsa. That's not really um, mitigating soreness. Daily. No. Before bed. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's definitely not what I'm talking about, Phil. Okay. Talking about, you know, um, turmeric, natural supplements, right? Turmeric, ginger, um, things that you can do, krill oil, um, stuff that you can do for joint lubrication as well as anti-inflammatory, which is what the turmeric and ginger are. What is this here? The same thing as that there. Like, what is this, like, bone that's just here now? That's the same thing as there. 
I don't know. I, you, there's just weird little things that pop up. It's like an extra like part of my finger. It's yeah. I mean that's and it's getting bigger. Yeah. So that's what happens in jujitsu is you grow extra things on your fingers. Phil's got one on his middle finger, which yeah. he pr- promptly is presenting to, to me. <laughs> And I've got one on my pinky finger. But I don't have it on any other fingers. Not as great. Is it your right hand? Yeah. It's always the right hand. Yeah. I don't that's it's odd though. It never hurt. It's not sore. It literally feels like my bone is bigger in this spot. Like it's that hard. Well, it probably is because if you're making a grip and you're constantly here with that lapel, you're constantly on that point of contact it's going to make the just like getting kicked in the shins make your, your shins uh more dense the bones in your shins more dense is that true that is true i yeah. thought you just like stopped feeling it after a while no that's why they talk call it shin conditioning like when people kick the you know whatever the metal bar or whatever mm-hmm. whatever they do um it it makes it actually physically makes your um tibia more dense and your your bone grow more dense i kick the coffee table sometimes oh my god yeah that's terrible that's not nearly Uh, enough though yeah that's every six months Mm -mm. that's not helping it's not helping at all um anything else on like training injured or how bad do you want it man that's it yeah i don't know my ears hurt really bad, so sometimes I get it. You just got to take a week off. Take a week off. Yeah. When have you taken a week off? Well, my ear was really bad. When was that? 2018 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You, I think you were just a little baby about your ears because they puffed up really fast. They did. It hurt really bad. Yeah. But then it was okay. Okay. Right. Because they I just got all solid. He did not no. want it bad. That no, was 2018. <laughs> That's a lifetime ago. Who cares? So, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a hard topic, but I'm basically a doctor. So, yeah, pl- listen, folks, go to your medical professional first. No, no, don't, we got you. don't, and, and here's another thing, and I, I'm so guilty of it. Like, but, but it's like, you, you don't, don't ask your, I mean, you can ask your training partner, but you're like, oh, I hurt this. What did you do? Everybody's done something different. You know, they, you know, they, they rub dirt on it or something, you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even know. You should probably do more than look it up on the internet too. Yeah. I would stay away from the internet. I love looking stuff up on the internet. Same. <laughs> Probably not good though. Probably not. I good. was. Uh, I was terrible advice. I, listen, I think we've said it before recently, where yeah. it's like uh, shows the guy talking to his doctor about his injuries, and then like, and then here's me ignoring everything he said. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of the way it is. I just want to know how bad this is before I ignore everything you say. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think we've said it before, but we really don't know much about much. So don't take our advice really on on anything but yeah. especially not when it comes to your own body yeah i mean like when i had the broken hand i could have made it a lot worse but i just kind of trained with people that i trusted not to like go ape shit and yeah. uh, i just played around and you know tried not to get too sweaty because i couldn't change my cast and that was gross and you know 
is what it is. And you ended up cutting the cast off. Also not advised. A couple weeks early. Yeah. yeah. It was getting annoying. Uh, yeah. It didn't hurt that bad. I mean, I'm sure you know better than the uh, orthopedic doctor that looked at it. Yeah, yeah I mean. it's, it's all big cast company. They just wanted more cast <laughs> to be sold. Yeah, everybody knows about the uh, big <laughs> cast lobby. <laughs> yeah, well, I do remember going into the doctor, though, and at some point, and I was like, because, like, my hands started feeling so much better. Because, um, like, I didn't go, I didn't know it was broken for, like, a week. Right. Uh for sure, because I had to like go to different places or whatever. And by the time I got in there and I was like able to kind of open my hand and close it again. And I was like, was I just being a pussy? Yeah. Did I just fall on my hand weird and probably like, not. Like, you know? Yeah. Uh, you weren't. And then they were like, it's broken. I was like, Oh thank God. And I was like, I was pussy. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. And it never really other than like the first like two or three days, it didn't really hurt. And actually dude, the Epsom salt. Like when I soaked that, oh, it's my good. Hand yeah, in that those first couple of days, that took so much of that throbbing away. Uh, Listen, top tip: Epsom took, salts I think are I took great. Tylenol once, maybe twice, was I got rid of the Epsom salts. If you were very so, you know, I should have done that after Joey's takedown class. Yeah, I didn't do that. Ah, oh, man, I kicked yeah. myself in the ass for that. But Epsom salts, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's like the same. Body. Yeah, but the the Epsom salts gets the magnesium back in your body. That's 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 the real. Yeah, I feel like you're only gonna take away so much soreness, though. I don't know, man. It, it's I've been super sore and gotten the you best. You know who takes baths like five times a week? No, Scott. You know what he does? Nothing. It's mind blowing. He just takes baths all the time. I'm like, Some people prefer like, that. What are you recovering from? Sleep? <laughs> like <laughs> he slept wrong. <laughs> he slept bad on his neck, so he. Has to take a bath. He's, he took like an hour and a half bath and just like watch YouTube videos and stuff and just like does nothing. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, to each their own. All right, Philly, let's wrap this up. Uh, tell the folks if they choose to support us, how they can do so. Yeah. Support the sponsors. Yeah. All the sponsors. Um, shout out to those guys again. Thank yeah. you for the support and yeah. uh, share the podcast with your friends. Yeah. Share, like, subscribe. And if you're not out there doing something to make yourself better each and every day, get out there and do it. Phil and I choose jiu-jitsu. We hope you do too. I'm about to feed them to the sharks right now. Get them hyped right now. Yeah. You know the ground is up. Yeah. Everybody that trains, you know the game. Yeah. So let's get it. Uh. Slap it up, bump it and roll. Hey. Yeah, that's the way that it go. Ain't no better way to better yourself in this game. You're feeling the growth. That's time on the mat. We put in the work. Believe it ain't easy, I know. But we train for the love of the game, the love of the art. Now slap it up, bump it, let's roll. Let's roll.